1: Warning Hacking your gear may cause increased enjoyment for the outdoors. Be advised. Beep 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 we have returned. We missed you guys. Uh, with me today is the only man, outdoorsman, legend, to use silly putty on a backpacking trip to mold his own raft to go down a river. <laughs> Carl <laughs> Mandrioli. What's up, dude? Are you ready? That would
2: be impressive, yeah. That's a lot of silly putty, actually.
1: It is. It really is. It's, but worth
2: it, probably. Well, you know, I think it was, you, you were going for the Strider. You didn't care about the extra weight. And with me today is Derek Somerville, a man who thinks computer hackers are at risk in forest fires because they're always looking to get around that big firewall. Wow. You, you started the season with that. That's a, it is gear hacks, my friend. Got to relate that's it. It's a bold choice. Yeah. That's a bold choice. You hacked a silly putty, that's for sure. It's yeah, different genre. But season three, man, we were into our third season. We made it. We survived. We survived. That's right. We're still here. I'm excited about that. So as well. we got, yeah, definitely some differences. Maybe you picked up on that in the intro and we'll talk mm. about that later. So we got a lot of positive feedback from the mm. Dan Becker episode and mm-hmm. he even responded as well. He, he texted me. Mm. Remember how we threw out that invite at the end of the episode? I uh, I do. Yeah. Okay. So he said, I'd love to go backpacking with you guys. And then he had a bunch of emoji, smiley face, like laughings. So I don't know. I don't know if he's like joking about that or not, but I thought about it, Derek. And I've actually invited a few guys we've had on to go hiking and backpacking. Mm. And I've either gotten rejected or the non-response. So I'm talking mm. like Chris mm. meets MacGyver. We had a guest host on last season. Right. Like all rejections are non-response. So hmm. is he being serious or is is this just be, is he just being nice? I feel like this is an insecurity issue that we need to work through right
1: now. And I think if you are honest with yourself, if you look at how the interview went, mm. I mean, I can tell this. How did the interview go? Do you think you vibed well or not?
2: Well, I think I, I don't know. I think I I, I think we've addressed the insecurity issue a number of times and I'm definitely a people pleaser and have serious insecurity issues. That's why I'm asking the question. Well, I think, but my, my impression was even just hearing the interview and how well it went, um, I think he would go. I honestly think he would actually go. We'll see. I'll throw an invite out and I'll count it as a half victory if he at least responds. So we'll see. Maybe next year.
1: That's fair. That's fair.
2: And he did put out another video, by the way, just like uh, it was about packing your pack and he spent quite a bit of time on the Aqua Clip. So, mm, yes, he did. For people that yeah. are interested, check out Dan Becker's latest video or one mm-hmm. of his latest videos by the time this comes out. And if you want to know how to pack the Aqua Clip, he gives you a play by play version, and you too can have a dangling water bottle from your pack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Aqua Clip. How oh, I love right. it. Okay. One more tidbit. Uh, this is something that came up on our on my last trip. I just got back from Glacier National Park, which is awesome.
1: Mm, yeah.
2: And I went with a gentleman named Cody, and I really like Cody, and he pulled okay. something out that I hadn't seen before. So this actually relates to our episode. So I'm going to describe to you what it was, and then I want you to make the call on if this is actually really cool or really ridiculous. Okay. Okay. He had a titanium spoon with like a long handle so you don't actually have to cut off you know, the bag, the freeze-dried food bag. He can just kind of reach right down there. Mm-hmm. And he had a spoon sleeve. Like St- I called it a stuff sack for okay. a spoon. Huh. All right, so, so what does that do? That obviously keeps the spoon away from other items in his pack, so it sort of keeps it semi-clean potentially. And I don't know, it's a spoon stuff sack. So... Is that like kind of kind of cool? Is that a gear hack or is that ridiculous? Uh,
1: I want to say it's a gear hack, but I'm going to say no. I'm going to say if he threw it in a plastic bag, then I'd say it's a gear hack because the only reason is that if you keep stuff, I, I like the long spoon idea. I do like that, but okay. um, the thing that the thing that about that is like if you keep putting it in like some stuff sack, some like fabricy stuff sack. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it just gets gnarly down there. It gets gross. Um, if you throw it in a Ziploc Dude, you bag, can, you can wash that at the end of the trip. Yeah, though. you can. You can. But like during the trip, like if you want to throw in some filtered water in your Ziploc and like do a little washing machine action with the spoon right mm-hmm. there with old food on it, way better. Yep. And then it's okay. good to go. And then you dry out the bag over, for like an hour and then you're good to go.
2: So I would say Ziploc and you have it. Otherwise, it's, it's creative for sure. Well, this, this came with the spoon. It wasn't like he designed it, it just. I just hadn't seen it before. I hadn't seen a spoon stuff sack before, so... Was it... A, was it? A, you say it was REI? We don't know. I, don't, I have no idea. I didn't ask. I did right. not want to buy one, so I did not inquire further. I simply made fun of him for the rest of the trip about it because I thought it was ridiculous. And... Huh. Not to throw Cody into the bus, because I do have a uh, redemption moment for Cody that relates to one of my gear mm-hmm. hack list items, so... Uh, and Cody was actually super awesome on the trip, but I thought the, the spoon sleeve... I'm going to say ridiculous. Sounds like you're along the same vein. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with you. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Moving along to the verse of the day. This one I took kind of a long time to find because I didn't want to, um, I don't know, I wanted to find the one that sort of fit. Acts 27, Mm -hmm. 18 and 19. This is about Paul's journey on the ocean when the violent storm hit. Yeah. We took such a violent battering from the storm that the next day they began to throw the cargo overboard. On the third day, they threw the ship's tackle overboard with their own hands. So, Ooh. most of us have had severe weather while out on the trail. So, is this an example of a hack where we should chuck our gear during a multi day storm and then make a run for it? <laughs> <laughs> what do you come up with? You just sit there and think of this stuff? Yes. Um, yes. And it takes a long time sometimes.
1: No, I mean, that's like last resort, dude. You know, I'm not going to ditch my gear if I don't have to multi-day
2: yeah.
1: storm multi-day storm like wh- how far in are we like, like 20 miles in we're just like let's just beeline it irrelevant like how You're many miles how many miles left to go do we have don't
2: overanalyze just answer the question i, I mean it kind of depends though like if i know this is like a five-day okay. trip we got three days just a typical backpacking trip you know whatever your typical trip is what is it like three days six miles <laughs> 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 it's like a week five miles um
1: I think okay. <laughs> no. I think uh, I hang on that gear as long as possible. That's my. There's so many useful things in there that I don't want to get rid of if I don't really have to. I mean, it, I, I'm more apt to get rid of my gear if it's like somebody's in like medical need attention. Then I'd be like, let's just forget the gear. Let's just go. Let's get this person okay. out. But if it's like I need to survive because right. of like rain or lightning or like like the storm we had the other trip
2: that's not a multi-day storm i'm I'm gonna elaborate though i'm
1: gonna say if it kept
2: going like that i still would have kept my gear i would not get rid of my gear okay so you're not ditching the gear no we've got some gear hacks which are hopefully going to be interesting and or helpful maybe Mm -hmm. one or the other yeah i've got no idea what you came up with Derek, and i'm really curious so let's just go through it what you got what's your first gear
1: hack uh, one of my gear hacks is, I got a, I got a few. You said you had three. I think I had like four or five, but we can, I'll try to narrow it down here. One of the ones I thought, like let's say you have a pack that you really love. Like you buy a pack, this is your favorite pack, but like, oh my gosh, it's past the warranty date. It's pretty new still and you, you get a big old rip in it. One gear hack you could do is, people always say like, well, if you have a small little rip in your thing, you can use some crazy glue and glue it back together and meh, 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 meh. That's whatever. Right. If you really want to hack some gear, you, one option is you can take dental floss and a needle and sew it back together because dental floss mm. is much stronger than thread. So that would be a gear hack on the trail. Like on the trail, you're saying, do this while you're out on the trail. Okay. Yeah. If you, if you need okay. to. You know, if you, want, you know, if you're worried about it getting worse, floss it with a needle and uh, it should
2: hold better than thread. Do you bring a needle with you on the trail? Maybe is there one in the first aid kit? There's a safety pin, which I guess you could. It's just not a sewing needle, it, but the safety pins used for like popping blisters mm. and stuff. But you could you could easily swap that out. Yeah, yeah. Do you bring dental floss with you on a backpacking trip? I have, I have. You have? I think I think <laughs>
1: I've. Um, what have I done now? I think I have these like disposable floss things. You know, you floss. The floss, floss picks. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's not going to d- work. You can't. No, you can't do You can't sew a floss pick into the seam. You can't. But on previous trips, I would bring like the little mini travel flosses and you just throw it in the fire when you're done or whatever. Waxed? I kind of like the... I'll do wax. I like the mint flavor though. It's got to have the mint. Okay. Yeah. I'm a mint guy. Yeah.
2: So what do you got? Well, no, I'm just still thinking about yours. I think that's good. I think you'd have to have both the floss and the needle to make that work. But if you anticipate... Or if you had that happen before, then that's a, that's, a, that's a good fix, especially if you know how to sew. If you don't know how to sew, that might be kind of rough. Do you know how to sew? I've done it before, but it's been a long time. Mm. I kind of stopped once I got married because my wife's good at it. So, Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, we can talk about it if you want to you know, go through Maybe it. Maybe you can if teach you me on the next trip. Can, how about I'll rip a hole in your backpack and then we'll do it? <laughs> I think by the next trip, there's plenty of holes already starting to rip on their own. But we can do a skills episode, and sewing could be on the list, and maybe you can give some advice, some sewing advice to everybody. I'll do it. I'll do a sewing advice episode. Sure. What do you got? What's your first one? Uh, My first one, I'm going to call this one uh, Cody's Redemption, because he was not in the same tent as me, but as I was falling asleep, I was unintentionally eavesdropping on a conversation he was having Mm. with our good buddy, Jared, Mm -hmm. and I don't even know if he knows that I heard this, but... He had a hack about your pillow on your sleeping pad because a lot of those, especially the inflatable pillows, are kind of slippery. Mm -hmm. And so you you wake up in the middle of the night, and it's like slipped off, and it's dark, and you got to find it, and your, your head's all wonky. And so he said, if you have an extra shirt, then you can simply slip the shirt over the pillow and then under the sleeping pad, kind of basically over both things to hold the pillow in place. I can see that. And it also gives you kind of a soft layer for your pillow as well. So so he's telling me I got to bring an extra shirt. That's what he's telling me. Well, a lot of people bring extra shirts or the other option, of course, is use the shirt that you were wearing... Because if you're only bringing in one shirt, you could just, you know, go bare chested. That is disgusting. And you have a forest full of chest hair to keep you warm anyway. Yeah, but I, I have to bury
1: my face in my own sweat all night. That's disgusting. Why do I want to do that? Cleanliness is definitely a factor there. So... yeah. And your BO alone, what, like, you, you can't do that. So I guess, you, you know yeah, I mean? no, no, you no. <laughs> <My>
2: BO, <laughs> I guess you've got a way, is it better to kind of not be as well rested because of the pillow issue or to have a little bit of dirt
1: on your face? You know, if that's a problem, it's not for me, but if it's a problem, you know, I mean, you might have to sacrifice.
2: Sleep is huge. Sleep is huge. A lot of people bring more than one shirt, though, and so, yeah. or it could be a sweatshirt, whatever, so there might not be sweat on there. That's true. I thought it was a good idea. So if you want to continue to bash Cody, you can, if you want I'm going to gonna bash Cody.
1: No, I, I don't think it's a bad idea. I think there's, there's definitely been trips where I bring like two shirts. Some trips I bring one shirt. Um, right. Last year I actually borrowed from you cause I, you know, was sweating like a hog. So, um, yeah, I can see, I can <laughs> like see the value in that. Okay. <laughs> I can definitely see the value in that. Okay. My yes. next one is, uh, okay. This is a kind of a space saver for your bag. If you want to save more space in your bag, one little one little um, freeze dried food hack you can do. I don't know if people do this or not, but what you can do is poke a small hole in your freeze dried food so that when you fold it up and smash it in your bag, you, you're letting all that extra air out, mm-hmm. and that way the bag folds up into a smaller, uh, you know, size. So that way you can fit more things or have more oh, room okay. in your bag. So there you go. Because sometimes like you put in like let's say I bring like two or three meals. And, you know, these you smash them in there, they kind of expand, and they're kind of puffy and, like, bulky. And if you could get rid of
2: that air, um, you just have that much more room. Interesting, because I had a conversation with a ranger on my last trip about can bears really smell the food in the freeze-dried food bag? And she was convinced that they could smell, like, beer in a beer can or soda in a soda can. Mm. And that's what she said it was the beer example. That's why I, I said that. But um, I thought, you know... That's good anecdotal evidence, but I still haven't found anything to suggest they really can do that. So maybe I do some research. But if we're hanging the food, do I care? Right. Then at that point, you're committed, yep. right, to to be yeah to make sure that food's safe. So right. pinhole, yeah. I'm trying to think. would that would that leak out any of the powdery stuff? I mean, you could you could throw it in a ziplock and let that air out too, just to make sure. Yeah. But I know, know. that we, one of the guys that we go with actually tears off that. you know, the top part of it and pulls out that oxygen absorber packet or whatever that packet inside that you're not supposed to eat is Mm. just to, I think, to save minuscule ounces and space and such. And so... Let me ask you a question. How how many times have
1: you eaten a meal and forgotten to take that thing out? Like like tried to eat that thing, basically? Not tried to eat it, but you're just like, you make your meal, you throw the water, and you're like,
2: oh, crud, I forgot to take that out. So I actually do a lot of meal making for everybody else. Mm. And the issue that I have more is where... They'll give me their food with that top portion torn off, and then I'm like, "Hey, did you take out that oxygen or whatever thing?" They're like, "Oh yeah, yeah I did." And mm. then I pour the hot water in there, and then I find it. So that's more the issue. I've had that happen a lot of times, actually. I forget all the time. I'll be honest. I forget all the time. Yeah, so okay. I, I need to do way better at that. So have you taken a bite out of it then? <laughs> no, I haven't. Okay,
1: unless you've been taking it gotcha. out for me, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe that's, you that's st- a
2: good that's a fun question. Though. I like that. You're sticking your grimy hands in there for me, but I don't mind. It's totally fine. I think. I think if I make your food next time, I'm going to put, like, three of them in there and see if at some point you're... <laughs> that, would a, that would be a good prank. Just, like, dump them all in one bag.
1: i take a big oh, bite. How many of
2: these do I have in here? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good one. You put uh, you
1: put salmon in
2: my bag, I put oxygen things in yours. There you go, buddy. That's, that's funny. That's a good okay. burn. All right, next one. Um, <laughs> this next one is something that you... I have a feeling you're going to make fun of this one, but this I've had so many people that have complained about this problem. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the solution is simple, but people haven't figured this out. And that is how to get water from like a small creek into your filtering bag.
1: Mm. So a lot of people
2: are using these kind of squeeze filter bags or gravity filter bags. And Sawyer's kind of one of the more popular ones right now. And it has that small like water bottle sized hole and you've got to somehow scoop the water into that small hole into the bag, okay? Mm, mm. So we have got kind of a, this is like a multi-level hack here. Let me just say, it's, it's, if it's a small creek, like it's going to be hard to do almost near impossible, get like that thing, even like half fill. So what you can do is True. whatever cooking pot you're using, just dip that into mm-hmm. the water and then simply pour yep. it with a spout into the bag. Right. Yep. And then you're going to end up boiling the water in that pot anyway. So whatever, if there's any sort of residual bacteria that's going to get burned off anyway from the boiling water. So that's one right, hack. Right. Now, if you do that, another hack is to pour that water into the bag, but have a coffee mm. filter or some sort of like pre-filter over the mouth of the bag, so you can filter out the big stuff, and that'll save the life mm. of your filter a lot mm. longer. Okay, it's a lot of filtering. I like All right, it. part two, or really part three, I guess, is if you're using one of those big those bags where you can kind of really dip in—not the Sawyer bags, but the ones that have like the big mouth where you can kind of just scoop a lot of the water. Which is what we have. Right. Yep. It takes people multiple scoops to get that thing full, even in like a deeper stream. So it does. It really So does. I had, uh, I think it was Jared in the last trip. He's like, you just got to hold it there, let the water flow in, then do yep. the scoop. Boom, done, yep. one scoop.
1: That's huge. That's a great hack. Um, I would agree with that hack. I think anytime you can simplify water filtering and spend less time doing that is always a plus for your trip. Yeah. In a- every way possible. You like so. that one. Okay. Yeah, no, I like that one. I feel good inside now. That's good. I have okay. a hack here that I thought was kind of creative. If if you're a person if you if you're like a person who likes
2: to be clean, you know. I know this probably wouldn't apply to you, but You know, I think this is 50/50. I think there's some backpackers that are obsessed with it and some that are like, yeah, whatever.
1: Yeah. Right. So let's say, um, let's say you're somebody who brings soap on a trip, right? Maybe you and I don't bring soap, but like sometimes you can bring like some people I've seen bring like a a bar of soap. Some people bring like the Mm -hmm. little bottle of biodegradable, whatever. So um, right. one hack I saw was like, you know, if you're not going to, you know you're not going to use an entire bar of soap, and if you don't want to bring a big jar of soap, what you can do is take a vegetable peeler and shave off a couple of thin pads from like a biodegradable soap bar, and then you put them in a mm. Ziploc bag, and then when you want to wash up, you grab one of those chips, uh, you know, soap chips, and then you okay. you wash with it, and then by that time, it's you're probably going to use the whole thing in one wash, and then... Um, you're good to go. So that way you're not carrying... Are you going to wash in the stream or away from the stream? Well, obviously you want to leave no trace, Carl, so you're going to wash and not pollute the water source. You're going to go away from the uh, water. So, you know, you can do that and then, um, you know, you're not carrying that giant heavy soap bar or that jar of biodegradable soap liquid or, or whatever. So another way to save
2: weight. Right. Another way to save weight while staying fresh. Soap chips. Is that a summation of what you just said? Soap chips. Soap chips. Would you agree with that hack? You like that hack? So I'm not it? the... If you were yeah, a clean guy. That's a big if. I'm not the obsessively clean guy. Uh, <laughs> I say decently clean, but I'm not the obsessively clean guy. So I think that that's a good one. My question, my thought was, if you use your vegetable peeler or whatever, like the potato peeler, yeah. and you peel the soap off... And then you used it on your vegetables, would you be okay eating the vegetables without washing it in between? You,
1: you just, without yeah. washing it? Why would I do that? Why wouldn't I wash it? I know you forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I forgot, then I'm not going to know I ate it, right? Oh my gosh, you're ridiculous. <laughs> Look, I'm used to cleaning things after I use them. I don't, including my
2: body. So I don't know if that's... Are you the clean person? Are you the clean person then? I, I on a the backpacking I... trip?
1: What do you mean? Am I the clean person?
2: I try to... Like we just said, 50-50. Are you you the guy that's like kind of obsessively clean?
1: No, definitely not. No, I can get get totally dirty. I don't mind. Um, Okay. I don't even bring soap. Are you bringing soap ships? No. Not for me, but if you want to stay clean, that's just a way to save weight and stay clean. So... Yeah. I'm trying to to help out everybody, Carl, not just people that resonate with me. Okay?
2: Let me piggyback on that with my own version of cleanliness here. This is, if you're going out, I would say for more, if you're going to be out for more than four days then this mm-hmm. could be helpful, especially if you're required to bring something like a bear canister or an ursac, mm. because you can make that work for you and create your own washing machine. Mm. So take that stinky shirt that's been holding your pillow in place, whatever other things you want to wash, pour that put your use your soap chips that Derek just talked about, swish it up and wring it out and then swish it up again with some fresh water, wring it out and let it hang on your pack all day to dry. So I'm going to say
1: I, the hack is great, but I, I want to make a point. Uh, do you remember okay. like episodes ago, long ago, and people can look this up if they want, where I was uh, doing, I think it was, was it like intros or, no, no, it wasn't intro. It was like a, a list of three something or others, and I mentioned something, and you're like, dude, you've already done this like two or three times. Are you like regurgitating ideas? And, yeah. a, and, and this is a regurgitated idea that I did last year. Uh, was the washing machine Wait, bear canister? One? I did, yeah, I said okay. it. Okay, I do not remember that. Well, clearly, clearly you don't. But it is a good okay. hack. The hack washing is machine
2: good. bear canister. What what was the what was the topic?
1: Oh gosh, I don't know. It was like I don't know. I don't even remember. But um, I, so I thought it was okay. a good idea because I had never done it, and I saw it, and I'm like, that's a good idea. If you if you are because I I remember mentioning like if you were on like a long trail and you want to wash your clothes, I said you could throw it in your yeah. bear canister and, and use you know soap or whatever.
2: So. Okay, so he, I'm going to reveal something because mm-hmm. to the listeners, a lot of times we have we record these episodes and then we we finish recording and then Derek and I will have a long conversation, sometimes about the content, sometimes about other stuff, and I don't think you always realize the difference between the episode and the after episode conversation because <laughs> there's been a couple times where you are like, we talked about this, and I'm like, yeah, we did, but not on the episode.
1: The reason I know it was on the episode is because you immediately mocked me. As you were, t- uh, as like, you were talking to the listeners. So I knew okay. you were mocking me. So that, that's gotcha. why it was, you know, well, I will, I will, um, you crush, you? you crush my heart and that's why I know. So let's,
2: we'll leave it at that. Do I need to do another one then? Is that what you're saying? Like that one doesn't count? I think you do. Yeah. Let's throw another one. in. Okay. There. You got more. All right. So this one relates to a little bit of a, of a trail conspiracy theory. Ooh. And yeah. So I, I think I've shared with you the story after our last trip. In Washington, in Olympic National Park. Like, we mm-hmm. spent an extra day in Seattle. Some of us did. And the last meal that I had before the flight was seafood lasagna next oh, to that fish market, the famous yeah, fish market. Right. And then I had the worst sickness. Like, I was yep. literally throwing up on the plane, like, having to use the oh, barf bag. Like oh, it was disgusting. That's magical. I blamed it on the seafood lasagna. Yeah. But the conspiracy theory is, is that maybe because there was some sharing of food going around, it might have been an issue actually on the trail. Hmm. And so not everybody, like we talked about with the cleanliness is as clean. And so, um, some of us bring hand sanitizer. There's like mint, you know, small jars of hand sanitizer. I do. And we kind of use it for ourselves. Right. And maybe we offer it on sometimes, But if you know that another guy on your trip does not have hand sanitizer and they're just coming back from taking care of their business, Mm. going number two.
1: That's something I I do. I should pay more attention to that.
2: Yeah. I think you got to offer them your hand sanitizer. That's a good call. Why don't you use some of this? Not not like, do you want some? Like, here You, you go. Use it. Do it. Yeah. Use this. Because if their hands. Yeah, that's a good point. So this is horrible to even think about, but my wife thinks that maybe that's how I got sick.
1: But haven't we done multiple trips where we probably do those same behaviors? And those people still do that? There's
2: been more sharing of food in recent years than than before. Mm, And in particular, you and I shared quite quite a bit of food with, and by sharing, we were really gathering the food in this last trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean,
1: I constantly am sanitizing my hands. I have it with me at all times.
2: Yeah, no, you're good about that. But are you good about making sure other people are doing that? No, no, I'm not. That's a good thing. I didn't. That's a hack that. where you can save yourself because, and this kind of goes along the same vein here is, is when you are sharing trail mix or something where you've got to reach in a bag, don't mm. let somebody reach in the bag and don't reach into somebody else's bag. Just have somebody pour yeah. stuff into your hands or vice versa because that way you're not sharing the germs. As we much. call
1: that the we call that the beer nuts in the bar uh conspiracy you know theory, because you know as as you know, like if you go to a bar, not that I do, but like if you go to a bar and you get the beer nuts on the on the, bar, on the thing
2: <laughs> bar references on the podcast well, they call it the
1: beer the beer nut bar thing because it's I don't know if you heard of that like because there's so many people that grab nuts out of the bowl on the bar that probably go to the bathroom to and fro and they never wash their hand. and there's right. so many they did it I think they did like a twenty twenty uh germ thing, and they okay. found that that was one of the dirtiest things you could do. So it, that's what it reminded me of. Like when you are just
2: putting your hands in these bags of all kinds of right. whatever. So for germaphobes out there, I think we sufficiently grossed you out and either you're already doing this anyway, or now you will for sure. We just made so many people paranoid, which is good. So. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's okay. the first time I've gotten sick off of a backpacking trip and it wasn't Giardia. You know what though, dude? Seafood and
1: lasagna—that's a gamble in itself. Just hearing that is a gamble. It was a seafood restaurant though. I mean, that's what
2: people. Order yeah,
1: there. I guess. But I've gotten sick at a seafood restaurant. That's you know, if you don't cook yeah, it yeah. well, if you don't cook it well, then you're gonna be paying the price.
2: Um, all right, Derek, have it one more, one more for for everyone.
1: Okay, I got one more. One more is uh, the old um, if you're if you're one of those people that put your headlamp in your bag and then you get on the trail and you're like, dude. My headlight's been on for, like, who knows how long. Oh, this is right. so annoying. One little one little hack is just, I don't know. Maybe you didn't think about this. Maybe you did. Turn one of the batteries around so it won't go right. on until you need to use it. And that will save you from Draino
2: draining the battery. Drano? Draining the right. battery. Yeah, and that obviously does not work with the rechargeable batteries. Yeah, yeah. I had a piece of camera gear this past trip that um, was a massive battery. Like it just takes hours and hours to charge this thing, and that got turned on in my pack, and it was yeah, useless. Ugh. useless! So annoying. But that's rechar- so. Do you have any hacks for rechargeable batteries? Um, charge them up before you go. No, I don't really have it. I don't really bring rechargeable okay. batteries.
1: I don't have okay. that. I don't well, have that. I think,
2: they're, I think headlamps are going that direction, but they probably are. Yeah. If you have the, the AAA or AA headlamp, I think that's a good one. Mm. Speaking of headlamps. Everybody loves the guy that has their headlamp on at night and just stares at you in your eyes constantly. (laughs) And you're like, dude. And then they just are like, what? Oh, oh, sorry. And then like two seconds later, like the headlamp's back in the eyes. And so my hack for that is you go up to them and then you take their headlamp off and then you turn the headlamp off Mm. and just chuck it in the forest. Huh. That's an option. Why don't you, yeah. I mean you could just throw it like an
1: Nalgene bottle and just make it like more ambient light an Nalgene bottle. Okay, so yeah. Okay. That way they're not staring right at the light, but you just hang it in an Nalgene bottle. Then you get a nice like, you know, if you brought the
2: green, one, well, you get a nice green light or yeah, a purple light or a gray light. Only know. problem with that is you have an Nalgene bottle with you now. Well, you love Nalgene bottles, so should be a <laughs> You can just hang <laughs> it from your tent, just hang it like if you're inside your tent or hang it somewhere and make it like a lantern.
1: I think people are missing the message of the story is that you would act like a five-year-old and throw it out of the tent into the woods. <laughs> That's what we have to deal with every
2: trip, people. That's what we got to deal with. So, Fair enough. Car- Carl is it, is it the, the five-year-old that checks in the forest or the five-year-old that keeps on staring at you in your eyes with a headlamp? Ooh, Who's Maybe a little bit of both. I don't know. I, I'd rather have the guy who throws it because the guy who stares at you is really creepy. You know what How I mean? about you give three warnings and then after the third warning <laughs> three then you throw it?
1: <laughs> 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 We're
2: not in school, buddy. We're not in school. You say to like a 45-year-old man, okay, this is your first warning. Stop staring at me in the eyes with a headlamp. And then second mm. warning, third warning, okay, now it's in the forest. Uh, they can okay. find it the next day, like the next morning. Is it, well, that's true because you can't throw that far. So that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs>
1: Carl did not play a lot of baseball, guys, so we're good there.
2: <laughs> I did play a lot of baseball, but I still can't throw that far. Anyway, Okay. <laughs> So how many was that? Did we just do... Was enough. That, that it, was enough. It was like eight or ten or something. All right.
1: Do, do you do burpees? Do I do burpees? I, I did burpees when... Yeah, I've done burpees. Like when I okay. was in football and then when I just started working out again. I've, I've done a
2: few, but... I'm Bur- not, burpees you know. are... That's a good workout. They're tough, though. but How do they get the name burpees? I don't know. That's terrible. I don't know. That's a good question. Who comes up with that? Okay, trivia. Trivia time. This is my trivia today. I've got three... It is your trivia. ...simple... gear hack-related questions for you, all right? Mm, mm, Derek has not been apprised of these questions ahead of time, so let's give him a little bit of grace because I'm putting him on the spot with some of these questions with how to respond to some situations. So I'll I'll try to be nice, but I need a gear hack for three situations here, okay? All
1: right. So I'm going to tell you how to hack this gear. Like what you do
2: to solve the problem. And, and Mm. And you definitely had at least... I think you've had all three of these problems, especially living in California for this first one. Oh, okay. First one, I I don't have this problem as much in Colorado, but in California I have. How do you clean a water reservoir hose that has some mold growing in it? A water reservoir hose? Hose, like the bladder, like the water bladder hose, like your super heavy camelback.
1: Oh, oh, the, water
2: reservoir hose. Um, the hose part. How do you clean the? Ho- like the bite valve yeah, 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 hose. Yeah. Then at least so. The wh-
1: how do I clean that? What I what I do to clean that is I soak it in like lemon juice and water a little bit, and maybe a little bit of soap. Okay, and the, so, so the acid. A little bit of acid to kind of eat away at any kind of grossness. um Or once I've actually put in a little bit of white vinegar as well. Kind of, yes, kind of soak it in there for, I don't know, five, ten minutes, and then maybe a little bit longer, and then just hang it out to dry. Make sure it's dry, obviously, before you pack it away. It's hard to get the hose dry sometimes. It is,
2: again, yeah. It's kind of annoying. There. So right. so I'll actually blow through the hose. air. I'll blow air through the hose to try to get all the little drops of water out, and mm-hmm. it still leaves a little bit of moisture from your breath, yeah. but that's the best you can do. So, so that's good. I like the vinegar part. So yeah. I'm going to give you a correct answer for the first one. Nice. They do sell specialty... Like what do you call those things? Specialty scrubbers for the hose. Where you, it's like a. I have some of those
1: for like those those big smoothie straws I bought for like smoothies. Out yeah, I have so those the, little wire brushes. So you can brushes. Get those in the
2: hose. Yeah. If you if you buy like like the Camelback. If you buy the Camelback version, like I'm sure they'll sell it to you for like twenty bucks for that little thing. Because
1: you, you know I'm not going to do right. that though. I'm not going to buy Camelback. No,
2: because well, I know. I'm just saying that they take advantage of you with all these accessories, the upselling. So oh, for sure. Yeah, the vinegar should yeah. should kill the stuff. You leave it sitting there. You got to mix in some water with the vinegar right. too, not just straight vinegar. But yeah, just put it in a bowl, let it yeah. hang. One for fine. one, nice. Yeah. Okay, so, so this next scenario, um, you forget your sleeping pad. And then blame it on the shuttle's junky trailer that you're taking. <laughs> there, uh, there. Oh wow! Did, did I ever find it? I never found it. It's gone. Wait, it's, what totally, are you, it's on the. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just giving you a scenario. You're, you're, oh, oh, you weren't talking about my personal situation. Okay, good. Who's got the self-esteem issues now? Is the question. Oh, I just uh, you know. <laughs> I guess I do. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, pretend there's a junky trailer and like maybe it fell out, or that's that's your excuse. Hmm. You're not in Washington though, man. So there's no peat moss or wherever else peat moss grows. So mm. what do you do without your sleeping pad?
1: Well, if I have to, I try to I try to stack a load of pine needles around. Try to make something yes. soft and cushy. Whatever soft and cushy around. Obviously, leaves are good, but you got to you got to you got to get a lot of leaves. So that would be a lot of work. But pine needles seem right. to do a little bit better of a job in my experience. Okay. So, yep. are you, are you going in the
2: tent or under the tent? I'd probably go under the tent.
1: <laughs> probably. i probably go to the tent.
2: Although, I mean, it's just, you know, you don't want to have to clean it out. You don't want to clean it out in the morning. If you, okay, let me, let me, okay. If you put pine needles in your tent and you put your sleeping bag on there, pi, those pine needles are sharp. They're going to they just poke holes in your sleeping bag and wreck your bag. You know what? They
1: might even go through the tent, but luckily you bring a footprint every year, so we'll be totally fine.
2: We do not bring a footprint. <laughs> they don't go through the tent. Carl's favorite piece of gear,
1: <laughs> a footprint. Oh my goodness. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it's <I'm sorry. laughs> not. Two for two. Here we go. Two for two. Two for two. I like the pine needles. That's good. All right. And the final question, <laughs> this is the age-old question. What is the best way to keep your bite valve from landing in the dirt when you put your pack down? This is a problem you care about. Um, Everybody has this problem. I don't Because even care if about you – pa- like I put my, my 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 pack with the back of the pack down Mm -hmm. and somebody knocks it, and it just rolls right into the dirt. It's always fun to watch you
1: struggle with this. Um, and I've struggled with it too, but I just don't care as much. I think I got, struggle. I got,
2: to, I got describe to, the struggle. What What does it look like to have me struggle with this? You
1: now use an aqua clip because you're so worried about it. No, I think that oh. you, <laughs> it's just funny to watch you, you get to, we get to camp. This is in the past. We get to camp and i watch you like struggle. Like you're putting your bag, you're like tweaking with the hose. You're like making sure it's, it's okay. It's all right everything's okay and then like rocky or, or somebody would just like come and like throw their bag down and like knocks your bag over and then you don't even see it happen and then your little hose like is like smeared all over the dirt and then you gotta like deal with it and i'm like what? the hose is smeared i like the, the tip the <laughs> bite valve is smeared in the dirt smeared i think not the dirt smeared on the hose but the hose is smeared the, in the hose dirt. smeared in the dirt <laughs> what what i think what i think i've noticed is like i used to have that problem too like i my bag would just fall over or whatever and i would get so frustrated and then finally it was one of those things i'm like you know what God may dirt, dirt don't hurt. I'll just like suck some water out, wash it off in my mouth and then spit it out, I'm good to go. Like I think okay. I mentally just I got over it. But I haven't brought the bladder in the past, I don't know, like two or three years. Two two or three years.
2: So you're okay, just to clarify though, you're okay eating some giardia dirt just to clean off your bivalve. Mm-hmm. Giardia dirt. Listen to what you just said. Um
1: yeah, yeah, I am. Okay. It hasn't happened yet. But I think I might bring my bladder next year, actually. I think I'm going to do that.
2: Yeah, and and I didn't bring mine on the trip that we were on. And and, and that whole story about how I struggle, I don't think any of that was true What's 100%. 100% true. I will say that the bladders have had, like, do you have the dangly core, you know, the the tube with the bite valve? And they just end up in the dirt all the time. I did upgrade. Um, Osprey makes some better water bladders now. And so yeah. theirs actually has a magnet that you can clip. And this, the magnet thing's not new. But it's new for me, and there and like I didn't want to buy theirs because their, their bladders were so heavy. But now they've got kind of a, lighter, a lightweight version, so I brought it on the last trip. And you can basically clip your bite valve to, you know, like a strap that the hose goes through to kind of wind it around, so it's less likely to end up in the dirt. But on this last trip, it still ended up in the dirt because somebody knocked my pack over, mm. or just the wind knocked it over. I don't know.
1: So <laughs> we had some
2: strong winds. No, we had some strong All winds. Right, it was okay. pretty crazy. Okay, like people were. Taking cover from the winds on the ridgeline, So wow, That's, um, either way. I, just one time, I, I got the I got that bad dirt the one time. Sorry, buddy. You okay? Uh, I survived, but I'm trying to figure out if, if you answer that. Did you even? You just told a story about what <laughs> I, totally, I do and totally then, redirected. So your solution is just eat the dirt and deal eat with it. the is that dirt. Right?
1: No, um, one. Well, why don't you just when you put your pack down, just bury the the uh, bite valve in your
2: pack somewhere, like in the top. Or the side, or somewhere where it's not. Yeah, like if you're exposed. doing like a quick break, I don't think that's that's quite the hassle you want to have every time. And sometimes you're, I don't know. I, what are you gonna do? Play, play a zip if block? you're willing to do that, you're willing to take the Aquaclip bottle off and set it down every single time you take your pack off. So I have no if answer. Trying to not have that hassle, then that's. I okay. don't have an
1: answer for the for the Aquaclip problem, but. Um, you know, are you, what are you? Don't tell me you're going to put like a ziploc bag on the tip of your. That would be ridiculous. So, what are you going to do? Put <laughs> no, you I told do, you the you magnet thing. Cover it with. Improve s- the situation. It just didn't perfect. You it. know what he did one time, folks? Is he he brought the silly putty I mentioned and just wrapped it around the bite valve every break, <laughs> and he thought that would do the trick. And I'm like, Carl, a
2: protective layer, a cocoon, cocoon of putty of
1: safety. Yeah, silly putty. Right. Ridiculous. That's that's hilarious. You could use okay. like a toilet roll, uh, you know, center. And just, you know, wrap it around or something. <laughs> I don't
2: know. I'm going to say that you were two for two on your first two questions, <laughs> and you used the third one as a platform to make fun of me, so I'm not going to give you credit on that That's one. That's fine. I'm fine. But not bad. Not two bad Two out of overall. three is fine with me. Two out of three is pretty good for for on-the-spot gear hacks. So, so well done. Applause to you. Whew. nice. Before we go, I, I kind of made, made mention of the intro to our episode. We didn't include a clip from a movie or something like that to kind of intro our episode. We're mm. going to change up the intros. When we first started our podcast, and we just had a handful of listeners, I was like, ah, whatever. I just kind of did some loosey-goosey research on copyright issues, and either I was misinformed or I was neglectful or I just deceived myself into thinking that what we are doing was was fine. And I've since done some more... In-depth research in the way of simple Google searches, and there's just more information about podcasts out there now. Mm-hmm. And it's not okay. And so I don't. I want to. I don't want to have any copyright violations. So we're, we're going to kind of mix up the uh, the intros. We might come up with something different for next time. And I've got to go back and re-edit all of the previous episodes and take those out. So I think that would yeah. be a process. But um, I'm trying to beyond reproach in the podcast arena i think carl
1: carl said he might sing for you guys or tell some jokes from now on if that's i know that'd be more painful um to ensure the episode yeah well we kind of do that already sort of did i tell you guys i feel like i need i I need to tell the listeners i got stitches i got stitches this week or last week uh first time well i had a piece of uh a piece i had some skin cancer on my shoulder which is kind of gnarly so they from backpacking probably yeah um so they took a little sample of skin dug it out and they're like this is cancer so we gotta go dig out more so they go in there dig out a bunch and then they like i could feel i was watching them do it because i'm really fascinated by this stuff and they just like i could feel them yanking my skin back together and sewing it back together so it was it was an intense little experience guys so um put on that sunscreen when you're out on the trail Wait, how did you, how did they know that it was, like, how did you know to even do that? Did you have some sort of weird mole? Well, I'm a moly guy. I have freckles and stuff. So, what happens was, like, I finally went in for a, uh, like, a physical. And so, the, the guy's like, hey, you know, go see these other doctors and have them check out these other things. So, I go and do the dermatology thing. And dermatology, right. I usually go every, like, year anyway or six months just because I've been in the sun a lot. And right. so, he looked at me and he's like, dude, yeah, we got to check this one out. Takes a sample. And then he calls me like a week. and He's like, "Yeah, this is cancer. So we got to take this more out." So I was like, "Bummer." So okay, yeah, it was pretty crazy. So, um,
2: so I'm gonna be on you with the sunblock then next
1: time. Wear your sunblock, guys. Wear your sunblock. So,
2: Reapplies the key. Uh, yeah, but I'm glad you survived. But that's yeah. No, I, um, my wife's had that. Had a lot of things removed that way. So mm, yeah, uh, and I super sw- sensitive to making sure you stay on top of that. It is sure. yeah.
1: And I switched to a mineral, yeah. a mineral sunblock, not the chemical stuff anymore. So I don't, I don't deal with that
2: yeah man well yeah thanks for sharing that that's that's um something to take note of i'm guessing it wasn't from backpacking though since you're typically you get your strap on your shoulder you got a shirt on most of the time no i think it's just the years catch up with you you know this is a big moment for you because you don't usually share kind of personal challenges and struggles (laughs) on the podcast what are you talking about you you let me expose those with you know like physical fitness weaknesses and such so
1: mm, mm, yeah. did
2: your physical did your doctor actually say hey like check you know go get your skin checked out this and that and by the way you may want to mix in some exercise he said no we have a medical magazine we'd want you to model for the cover
1: i said <laughs> i was like look i was like look no i can't do that that's not fair to the other people but i will put on more sunscreen and you guys can hack me up so um, i'm gonna have a pretty cool right. looking scar and uh yeah
2: yeah Before we wrap it, in the Facebook world, there's a listener who made a comment recently named Eric. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. All right. Yeah, Derek's not on on the Facebook as much. That's okay. If I told you that he also goes by the name Camel Cud, do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Yes. So I think... Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. I know who that is.
2: Eric, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he is actually adopting that trail name. You succeeded in your most ridiculous name actually naming somebody on the trail
1: but here's what he needs to understand is he can't give himself the name like you can hear an awesome name that i came up with like camel cut and that's great no
2: you gave it to him that was the whole episode you assigned the name to him did i oh i did yeah okay then he's fine then did you forget
1: no i was just gonna say i need i needed to anoint the name i just want to make sure and no i'm glad you reminded me because i wanted to make sure he didn't give it to himself but I, if i anointed him yes okay. now i remember yeah then he's good. We did
2: a whole episode we where did. you gave trail names to people. That was the episode. That was the episode.
1: Yeah, yeah I remember. Okay. Then that's I good. I am glad need it. No, I do. Okay. Yeah. There was uh, foul, <laughs> there was Falcor's breath.
2: There was, uh, there was a lot of right. it. Yeah. So I'm glad so that he's... Now it's Oni. coming back to you. I'm glad that he's proud of it. Uh, that's, yeah. No, that's, no, I think it's cool that, that that worked, and he will forever be referenced that way. So there you go. Yeah.
1: Guys, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you again. Glad you tuned in. Tell a friend about the podcast. Shoot us a review when you can online. We will see you next time. And remember, guys, it is not backpacking until Carl cleans that bite valve. See ya. Around the world. So guys, I didn't want to tell you this, but I got this I had these other stitches like, you know, seven years ago or whatever. And the stitches were in. They were in. We were on the trail. And Carl, it was like day, I don't know, three or four. Carl comes up to me. And he's like, dude, bro, I, I hate not being clean. Um, I forgot my floss. And I don't want to use your floss. I feel really bad. So he took out his buck knife. And I was like, I want you to do this. I want you to take out my stitches. And you can gear hack them and use them as floss. And he did it.
0: I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast.